to another episode of Reason Wrestling. I am uh, Chris the Most High with my tag team partner, CT, a.k.a. Chief Bang. Uh, what's going on with you, bro? What's what's happening, man? Good. What is going on with this shit, though? All right, we good. <laughs> what's up, everybody? <laughs> you were listening to the Reason Wrestling Podcast. We are underground professional wrestling podcast. Uh, as your boy said, he it's, it's the most high, it's Chitty Bang, and we're gonna get right into it, man. Chris is already hot on a topic. Nah, Chris yeah, no, nah, laid nah, down nah, what he I goes. just, I, I mean, just, I mean, obviously, you know, we want to talk about, you know, hit us up on Facebook, social media, and all that stuff. But Chris, listen, you were yeah, just going on <laughs> right, right before, right before the mics cut on, bro. Like CT said, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on IG, Reasonable Wrestling. Two years in this thing, y'all know what it is. We're not the most consistent, but we're the most consistent. And I think that that's my point that I wanna I wanna get off real quick. You know what I mean? And love to everybody doing a thing because wrestling is a beautiful thing, right? Like wrestling brings so many people together. Wrestling brought me and my homie CT together. You feel me? And outside of that, niggas not just in this for wrestling. Like niggas is in this for some, you know, like he's the uncle to my child. You feel me? So wrestling brings people together, but on some narcissistic shit, that's what wrestling is, right? Shout out to MVP, right? We, we, oh, we did that interview, you know what I mean? Just the, and, and yeah, that, that's the, that's the pat on my back that I wanted to let niggas know, bro, like, MVP returned in January. I think we talked to Desmond Xavier in, what, November, December? Oh, we, we interviewed him, too, just to throw that out there, you know what I mean? <laughs> And and we not just and that's the thing like we not interviewing niggas off of DM and niggas like yo really big fans of you like nah these niggas that really fuck with us off the strength of who we are what we do like really being around nigga like that was a moniker that I had always around Mr AA nigga because I was always around like so we talked it we talked about MVP in January he came up for you know Royal Rumble. Wow, dope, nigga. We asked if MVP can be the person that can uh, 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 galvanize all the black talent and kind of get them to see what Vince needs to see from them, right? Because MVP in 2007 was a he was he was Chad Ochocinco, he was Terrell Owens, he was Deion Sanders, right? Those uh-huh. niggas are despised by white people. You understand me? You feel me? Like, white people <laughs> yeah, hate bro. that caricature, right? But that caricature yeah. made money for one of the most, we call them racist bigots that we fucking know. You know what I mean? Like, so it's not that Shelton don't have talent. It's not that Montez Angelo don't have talent. It's not that Apollo, Cedric, Rico don't have talent. It's not that Bobby don't have talent. It's just niggas got to guide them. We ask for MVP to be there. That nigga's there, bro. You feel me? Like, we talked about Keith Lee being booked limitlessly, right? This nigga, he's so... he had, Listen, he was so limitless, he had limits, nigga. He had to give the title away. You feel me? Like, you know what I mean? Like, we... Nigga, like... Nigga, and it's not... Let's not, let's not just do the black thing, right? We said that Johnny and Tommaso had to fucking get somewhere. We did that, I think, what? A quarter... Before that happened, right, right, right? Like, nigga, we are in the know. Respect it, nigga. Respect I, it. Respect our minds, nigga. And that's the thing, you know, like, when it comes to Reasonable Wrestling Podcast, we have in-depth, reasonable conversation with nuance, with reason behind it. Everything that we say and talk, we're not, we, we yes, we are marks at the same time, but we have reason for our mark, that we have premise with thought. We're not just saying, hey, Fuck this person because I just don't like him. We're not saying, hey, you know, we fucking push this guy because, you know, we, we're fans of him. No, we, we we have a basis of knowledge of saying, hey, we've done the research. We used to do character spotlights for different wrestlers. We did Charlotte Flair. We did Sasha Banks. And the only legend we did was MVP. And that was what? Like two years ago, man. February. He was, our, he was our Black History Month in February, yeah. I think it was. Yeah, <laughs> yo. It's like, we, like, yo, it was like a year and a half ago we did... MVP character spotlight, yo. So 
in that character spotlight we talked about him being an influence to our black wrestlers behind the scenes. And look what's happening pa- right pause now. Pause on you know, that. Let's talk about the New Day spot character spotlight that we did. New Day character when we, when spotlight. We said, when we said that Kofi, we argued on that podcast. If Kofi was a world champion and that nigga became a world champion, bro. Hold on. Exactly. Nigga, we did the character spotlights on Miz. And we said Miz and Daniel Bryan needed to be at SummerSlam. Guess what happened uh-huh. at SummerSlam, nigga? Like, like. And and I'm not I'm not on here kind of to toot my own horn, but I am. But the point of the matter is, is that reasonable wrestling is what we are. You feel me? Like we don't dick suck, we don't cock ride, we don't. You know what I mean? Like we don't really do it for. You know, of course, niggas want likes and retweets and 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 things of that nature. But at the same time, like you know, realistically, like yo, we want to be known as niggas that and we don't really necessarily need it to be to keep it a buck but what i'm trying to be is like my one of my favorite rappers is currency right that nigga is so underground right but that nigga got so much mainstream affiliates that's that's you know reasonable wrestling is the underground wrestling podcast right that's Uh what this is you know what i mean like we want to be so underground with so much mainstream affiliates that niggas just got to respect it. You know what I mean? And that that's just yeah, what I want to... If you know, you know. We're just going to wrestle with us. You know, if you know, you know. We, if you know what we've been doing, you know how we've been grinding, you know what we've been doing, and you know what we're on. You know that You know that we said Keith Lee should be double champion a long time ago. You know that. You know, you know, if you listen to the podcast, you know what we say. You know, we know... Hey, Naomi, a week before... This whole Navy Naomi deserves chance uh, was, was trending. Who are we talking about on our podcast? Who are we saying like, yo, we're glad to see Naomi come back and, and, and uh, put in that work. We see, we see, we see yeah, her eating, we eating up, see, and boom. It's it's, you know? it's, so, like, it's so ridiculous. And honestly, like that just goes to my like the thing, right? The 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 conversation just bleeds into. You know, when we talk about black people wanting our credit, right? Black people wanting our, you know, um, accolades or whatever the case may be. Realistically, what what's, what's showing right now in the wrestling world is that if we fuck with us, we fuck with us. And if the real fuck with you, the real fuck with you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like there's no way you can deny Naomi, right? There's no way that AJ Gray can be denied, right? There's no way that... You know, regardless of how Darius Lockhart is per, uh, uh, is is perceived, but like you can't deny that talent, right? A lot of light is being shined on wrestlers due to social media, and I think that yeah. right now, like you know, another thing that MVP talked about on our podcast, and a lot of people are kind of echoing the same thing: getting our own. Yeah, yeah, you know I mean, like a black a black media podcast, a, a black media platform, a black media, uh, you know, um, uh, digital media, fucking uh, where where niggas can come and 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 be under that umbrella. Shout out to Self Control because they was the ones that yeah. came up with that umbrella shit. Like legit, have an umbrella of where you know for us by us. You know what I mean. For us, by us, you know, I've been preaching for a long time. You know, we have the record talks. We got the and shout out to record talks. Shout out to Coverholic and you know all the what cultures and all that. They're doing great work. But just very much from a one's perspective kind of uh, fan base, and and it's not even a race thing. It's just like just we we have a dope voice, you know. And I always wanted to have a collective of blacks and media talk and wrestling before we even knew there was a whole uh, you know universe and collective like you know. We were on it, you know. We're on the pulse of wrestling, whether it be in booking or whether it be just in hey, black culture of having us have a voice. You know, we're we're part of that movement, and we're always going to be part of that movement. And, and uh, I believe that it's happening right before our eyes, though. You know, all this coming together, there is a for us bias movement happening, and it's going to happen. There will be a black platform, and we're going to create it. And and, and and this is the black platform, you know. So if you want a opinion. From two black men who are gonna have a reasonable conversation, not some, you know, flat out just, just, you know, some Mark shit, some Mark shit, guess, some, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know. So, um, come to Reasonable Wrestling Podcast, you know, you know, say like, come to death row, come to death row. <laughs> 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 no, but but with that being said, like we going, you know, we usually we do do, usually we do try to be as 
coherent and cohesive as possible. Today, I was just like, well, fuck it, we're going to let it fly. We're going to do shit. Like, right now, like, the, 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 way, the way I felt, it was back on the couch days. You feel me? Like, right now, like, wrestling's in such a pure form, right, of how to feel, how to react, how to view it, right? It's just, it's, it's raw. You know what I mean? Like, you know, watching, you know, let's start off, you know, talk about raw and emotions and, and real. Let's go right the, 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 the star of the fucking week, right? Last week it was Naomi. Shout out Naomi. We love Naomi. This week is Eddie Kingston. You know what I mean? Like, Eddie Kingston uh, is the character spotlight of the week. Hands down throughout. Like, he's getting so much praise, accolades, and it's, it's because... When you talk about feels of wrestling, when you talk about angst of wrestling, when you talk about little like nooks and crannies of wrestling, it starts with the emotes, right? It starts with how that performer makes you feel. If it still feels real to you, damn it. You know what I mean? And and Eddie Kingston brought that back. Eddie by listen, no disrespect. Eddie talked like Dusty. <laughs> like right if you if you go back to the 80s and niggas ask yeah. what made Dusty so relatable what made Dusty so over what made Dusty so re- like revered around his peers go back and I think, watch the Dusty Rhodes hard times promo and tell me that's not passion and then go and watch Eddie Kingston come out there and that's not even his best I feel like Eddie has a lot to give as far as on the mic, and he's done, and that he's that stuff in the in the vault that's better than that too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Eddie, he, he grabs you with this bit of just oh, this guy's not fucking around. Oh, this guy's this guy's ready. This guy's you know, it's not he's not he's not here to, to fake. He's this he's really nigga out here got past security, out. nigga. You know, so like he, he got he, he got past security, nigga, and people are like, who gave him a live mic? That's who Eddie Kingston yeah. is. Like, yeah. Exactly. You know, so I remember um, they put on the Evolve show last year, um, and there was a couple of people that I thought, like, yo, they got star potential. I was looking at the show, like, from, like, a clean slate. I never watched the ball before. It was on the WB Network. They put on the show. I was like, yo, Austin Berry, a star. You know, Shotzi Black, she has star potential. But the guy who stuck out, like, like a sore thumb was Eddie Kingston for just being so real and raw with his mic. And I'm like, yo, he has potential. And you know, next thing you know, you know, we we're, we're you know we we met him. Uh, he's a great guy. Um, love to have him on the podcast sometime. And the guy, he just it's just he he has a certain type of energy, you know. It's just a, it's just a certain type of energy that you you can't miss. And you and you when he's in a, he's a type of energy. When he's in a room, you're gonna notice that yep. this guy's in a room. Yep. And that's what you want for a star in the wrestling business. Uh, so, so let's go back to that promo. He was like, "Yo, I'm interested. You say one more thing, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna shut your mouth. You know, you think you so, want to be a legend?" He shout out. He said, um, "Cody Rose, pretty much. You, you, you want to talk about grinding? You want to talk about grinding? I grew up with with junkies. You know, I grew up with alcoholics. You, you know, like you, you don't know shit about grinding. You want to be pretty much treating Cody like he was some." Um, you know, silver spoon kid, which he is kind of, you know, being Dusty's son, you know, he grew up in a, uh, you know, he's a second generation or wrestler, I'm not sure, you know, so it's, he has affiliates and he looks, he's like, you know, protected because he's Dusty's son. But Eddie, Eddie, Eddie ain't on that time. Eddie don't give a fuck about your lineage. Eddie don't give a fuck about who you are. And Eddie cares about what Eddie wants to do. And he came out there to compete with Cody in a TNT championship match. And I thought he did a great job. I mean, I think he definitely has to be in conversations right now for a contract with AEW if they if they are smart at all right now. If they have any sense in their head, Tony Khan is on the phone with Eddie Kingston right after, like, yo, let's sign let's, let's make this permanent. Because they need that energy on that show. They need that. And I think, honestly, that's, that's more... That, that type of stuff, right? Like, I think last week we talked about... I don't know if it was on camera or off camera when we was like... What has Impact produced that is good television? And what I can tell you is Impact television, if it was on TNT, is better than AEW's television, right? And that's just down from the commentary to possibly the wrestling. Um, just for, And I'm saying possibly because, you know, AEW don't have no slouches, you feel me? But 
as far as production, right? As far as giving me something that's palatable, you know what I mean? If I'm able to find impact on a regular, I will watch it. You know what I mean? And when I'll you be honest, impact, I'm a jaded impact fan. You know, so like I, I haven't tuned in and checked in in a while. Maybe it's I heard it's a lot different now. Uh, and you know, I want to give us some credit. And, and I hear there's a lot of buzz on their past shows anniversary. You know, shout out to Chris Bay, won an exhibition championship. You know, shout out to uh, you know Rick Schwab making making a return. And then they have um, Diana uh, uh, you know, Diana Perosa, uh, Di- Diana huh? Perosa, the virtuoso. Di- Who's Di- the virtuoso? Oh yeah, Diana Perosa. Yeah. Diana Peraza, yeah, yeah. She, she, she's Impact cha- Women's Champion. And then you have um, the former Eddie Eddie Edwards. He's now the Impact Champion. So, like, they, they was, they, it was a good show. And that's what, you know, they took the guys that they, that they caught, the guy from the WWE, they had a little bit of buzz on the show. You know, you had the, the good brothers over there uh, showing up. Uh, you had most of the machine guns came back. I'm a big fan of them. And now they're the Impact Tag Team Champions. So they're working with something over there, you know? So... Definitely going to tune in and check in on Impact a little bit more. They definitely got my eye over the past week because I did check out. But when it comes to uh, providing television that you want to come and tune and see, I'm sorry, but I'm a fan of Kenny Omega. I'm a fan of the Young Bucks. I'm a fan of uh, Brody Lee. And I'm going to tune in for that before I tune into Impact. Um, but what they're missing on an AEW is that kind of like that, that realness because it kind of come off as – like, you know, Chris Jericho and them, they like to have their jokes and their way of, you know, coming off as kind of goofy, you know, making jokes. Kind of white. Like trolling it's kind of it's kind of white. Huh? It's kind of white. Yeah, it's kind of white. <laughs> kind of white bread comedy, you know, that just doesn't match with me. But when you put Eddie Kingston out there, when you put Big Swole out there, I get like a different kind of vibe when they're on the screen. You know, I, when you put even... uh Ricky Starks. Darby Allen, I want to give Ricky Starks. Yes, Ricky Starks showed up on AEW. Shout out to Ricky Starks. He's a great talent on, on the mic, and, I, and he's a great talent in the ring. I'm curious to see what he does in AEW. So, they, to me, they, um, they're, as I say, every single week almost, AEW's is still in the progress of growing as a company, and they're building their roster still. Uh, and if they're any, if they're smart, they're, they're giving this guy, Eddie Kingston, a contract to, 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 to bolster that roster with, with a different vibe. You know, I, I would say Jimmy Havoc, you know, obviously he had this whole shit stuff that happened that, you know, he's now... You can't say that in Sammy Guevara ass on fucking TV. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the thing. That, like, and that's... And I think It depends that, on the allegations, though. You know, Jimmy Guevara said some fucked up shit. Like I said to you before, is it is, is there redemption in it? Now he got... He returned. Did I feel like it was time? Uh, I don't know. But, uh, but Jimmy that, Havoc, you know, ha- apparently has had... Real shit that he's actually done. Sammy Guevara, Sammy Guevara, as a as a shot jock, right? Uh-huh. Said that if said that since he was in the room with Sasha, he wanted to rape her, and not only that, not only that, because people love to see you redeem yourself, right? So we can knock your ass back down. When that nigga showed up on TV, guess what? Somebody else posted up on Twitter that this nigga said. Somebody's mama's so black that he don't care about him or some shit like. And I'm like, are you trying to be the shittiest person that we have Was ever? That recent? He said something recently. I don't think it's recent, but oh, okay, but still, yeah. And, and listen, Guevara's not that old that his young statements aren't new. You feel me? Like I think Guevara's what 24, right? Maybe 24, 18, and and. And if he made those statements at, what, 18, 19, 20, can you grow from four to six years? Yeah, you can. But my thing is, is that are you only growing because you got caught or are you actually growing because you're growing? You feel me? Like, yeah. that, that's a, that's another thing. Now, when we talk about being on TV and sharing TV time and, 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 and accusations and shit like that, listen, is Sammy Guevara good enough for this attention, I don't know. Right? Because if we if we if we we not bouncing from show to show, but we are, right? If you want to bring up, you know, the original bro and his allegations or whatever the case may be, very damning. Not not nearly on the same level as saying that you wanted to rape somebody, but still on the same level as being damaging, right? 
the and, and we're not making the sense of commodity, right? Are you complicit? You feel me? Like, and I think that when we talk about TV time and and who we support and you know things of that nature, Eddie Kingston for 18 years has been somebody that I don't necessarily think we've heard any too much negative things about, even in this day of age, right? You know, low key. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't really necessarily outside of him being, you know, I think this we posted the shout out to to, to our interview with Brandon, right? He has a perception of being a quote-unquote sociopath or, you know, he doesn't work on his emotions or whatever the case may be. We posted a pretty good clip of when he was like, no, I, I, that's that's far from the truth. Like, I'm a human being with emotions. I'm just a human that, that knows consequences, right? Mm-hmm. And when we're talking about wrestling, right, and we're talking about the consequences of your actions, whether it be... Uh, rather it be, and I'm bouncing around because I'm, I'm so, I'm, it's, it's a lot, right? Like you go from Eddie Kingston having a high on AEW, and then Sammy Guevara, who what been out a month, maybe, right? And then we're gonna, you know, we got that, and then we go to SmackDown, and Matt's having a good match, and Matt's on highlighted, and then we got Miz and Morrison downplaying Naomi. Now I know that's a bit, but nigga, that's real life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so you got yeah. all these elements of, and then not only that, you got great fucking wrestling in between it, right? You get only in Thatcher mm-hmm. Part Two, you get Nikki and Alexa, you know, having a fucking great match. Bailey and fucking Kyrie having great matches, like it. It was a week. It was sure. right. Week so was good, you're man. all over it the fucking. Wrestling. You're all over and, the place, bro. I mean, to put a pin on the Sammy Guevara stuff and, and the allegations and comparing that to Matt and, and whatnot. I feel like everybody deserves to be heard. Everybody deserves to be spoken for, um, including whether the accusator or the or the accused. Um, uh, and I do believe in people, you know, getting a second chance. I'm not for the whole cancel culture. So Sammy Guevara got a long way to go before, in my personal mind, that is out of my head. You know, he has a long way to go before I'm like, yo, dude, you said that you're gonna raise, that you want to raise money live on a mic, and I know you just want to be, you know, entertaining. But dude, that's not cute. You know, I think that you know that's some douchebag shit. That's some that's some fuckboy shit. Um, but uh, hopefully he can get there. Hopefully he, he 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 he's learned from that. You know, I know that I probably have said some dumb shit when I was young. I'm not sure when he said that, but I know that I've said some dumb shit when I was young that I wouldn't want as public as that. So, do I forgive the guy for saying that? No, I'm gonna still have that in my head and look at you that as that person who would say some reckless shit, but. Hopefully your your talent, the work you put in, and the time you, you get away from this 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 uh, speaking out movement, you show and prove that you're not that person. You know, um, as for Matt Riddle, we all talked we talked that up there before. It was accusations. You know, it was accusations. That, I mean, just um, like the jury. Well, we don't. We don't I, I mean, I don't want to speak for anybody, but WWE obviously has had their talks with, with correct with Matt Riddle. Correct. Where they, they where he and he Matt has talked about it too. Where he because like, hey, I mean, there's different there. people. It's different people so, under the umbrella that have not gotten the extent like right. We talked about Jack Gallagher being released, right? We still yeah. haven't seen Austin Theory on TV. You know, where has Dream been, right? You know what I mean? Like there yeah. there's some things. So there's still some ex- exactly. going on where people are like, yo, we don't know. And we gotta keep you off of TV because we don't know we don't wanna put you on TV without any proof on this shit. And if I think what Matt is different because he probably talked to him prior to this coming out that hey, this person's been stalking me and saying these things about me just on the lookout if anything pops up. And that's what you want to do if somebody, if you have somebody that has been, you know, I don't know, maybe he, you know, he had an affair with somebody. Sometimes you have somebody who's crazy. I've had a stalker before. It's not fun, you know? Um, so, Listen, I mean, hey. I'm not putting that on, I'm not saying that's the situation. Right. Because I don't know, you know, obviously, but, you know, I hope that everybody's safe and everybody gets justice. And if justice is Matt Riddle being on TV, I don't want him to be harmed by some allegations. And justice for Sammy Guevara was to be suspended and then come back because, hey, you know, you didn't really rape somebody. You just said it and you really wanted a reaction. They're fine. You, you learned from your mistakes. You went and did your therapy or whatever you wanted to do. You came back and AEW says, hey, you know, you should be on TV. But can fine. you come back to TV being less sex god? That's not what they still call him? Oh. They should stop that. <laughs> <laughs> they should stop oh, that. Listen. 
All that listen. All that shit we said was good and it was pivotal. And like you're right, Sammy needs to be charged as but nigga. You can't say you gonna rape somebody and come back as the sex guy, nigga. That's just not good optics, my nigga. It's not good optics at all. You know, hey, you know, AEW making a lot of missteps. I said it's gonna be hit and miss. Almost everything they're doing with Chris Jericho is missed for me. Almost everything they're doing with Chris Jericho. Yes. I think he should just be on the mic uh, and just shut the fuck up on on the mic in the ring. In the ring. I mean, as far as the ring, uh, keep him on on the, on the mic. You know, as far as the um, ring announce the ring, ring announce. Like, I think he's good there. Uh, but he's a demo god or whatever. Fine. You guys think you guys are getting ratings for him? Use him for your ratings boost. But eventually. Just freaking transition this guy off my. All right, so let's let's um, let's let's get into your ratings talk, right? We're here. We're fresh on Wednesdays. I'm feeling spicy, right? Let's talk these fucking rating talks, right? AW one ratings again. What was the better show? Oh, what was the sports. what? Huh? Guy Ports canceled WWE in place of AEW. They put AEW Sky Ports for the first time in what was it? 15, 20 years. You can look it up. Sky Sports, I think Italy is replacing WWE. Italy, okay. Because of the rating. I mean, uh, I feel you. I mean, I, so what? We gonna have to put the WWE title on fucking Tino Centarelli or Semperson? You know what I mean? Like, and we gonna have no, to get no, that no. Italian demographic back. You know what I mean? Like, who's yeah, gonna have to be champion be right now? Partnership that to be lost in a bid. With and AEW's getting that. That's a huge. That's a huge bit of news. You can't. You cannot say that's not big news. Now, is it the biggest news in the world? No. So let's, let's, this is a demarcation on a market saying, you know what? We're gonna go with your competitor over your product, and that's something that WWE does not want to have. So let's do business and logic right here off let's the off the premise of that, right? Long term. Fuck it. Short term. Short term, right? Italy pulls their contract for WWE, gives it to AEW. Cool. That's one less market WWE is in. That's huge. Again, that goes back to my thing. What was the better show? All right. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the better show. I think when NXT this week, uh, Keith Lee dropping the uh, North American Championship. We got uh, the Triple Threat with Bronson Reed, uh, Rick Roderick Strong, Johnny Gargano. Great match, guys. Um, I, you know, I'm turning the corner on Bronson Reed. I think he, he has something there. I do. I'm still on the fence with him. Don't get, don't get me wrong. But I'm glad he's going to be in, in, in the latter match. The um, the main event. Here, here and here's where and here's where I'm gonna gonna be a little bit down at NXT. I think Karrion Cross is killing it for me. I, I've, got, I've been trying to hold off on saying this for weeks because I am trying to give him a shot. But I have yet to see Karrion Cross have a stellar match, and that's what I look for in my match. As far as the, his look, as far as his vibe, his image, what they're going for, it's very stylistic with what you're trying to give as he's like this kind of doomsday uh, coming, coming to you know take over. I get what they're going for. I need to see that show improve in the match. And I think Donovan Dijakovic kind of carried that shit. So shout out to Donovan Dijakovic. So, Nigga, so I what had the just, show? I was, and what had the better show? No, go ahead. I was go. just going to piggyback off that. I thought that ending was corny. Thank you. I that did. ending was corny. And he had a corny ending too. Nigga, he was like, one of the best I got it. Oh, no. It's on me. It's on me. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> like, Nigga, are you taking a money shot, my nigga? What's happening, bro? Bro, it yeah, was crazy, um, it, man. It, 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 it was ridiculous. Uh, there was a couple of bad endings. I think Raw had a bad ending, AEW had a bad ending, and I think uh, NXT had a bad ending to their show. Um, but what had the better show? What had the better show? Let's go back to that. All right. Um... Young Bucks, Butcher Blade, great match. That's what that's a win for me. That's a win for me with AEW. That match was a great match. 
And then if, I said come and show and prove AEW. And if you're putting on shows like that and matches like that, granted, there should be more storytelling going involved with, with your matches. But if you're going to go out there and put on matches like that, a guy hand it to you. Uh, Hangman Page, what they're doing with Brody Lee and Hangman Page, I kind of fuck with it, bro. What they're doing with Hangman Page and, and Kenny Omega to kind of tell the story with, you know, Kenny Omega not being there for him when he got jumped. Kind of fuck with it, bro. Now, when it came to NXT, was there a demarcation and say, you know what? I had to tune in to see this. Other than that announcement by William Regal, which was like the first thing that happened, and then they, they, they dropped the, the North American Championship. What did you come to see and say, you know what? I had tuned in. I got what I wanted from NXT. I know I got something from AEW. What did you get from the NXT? Other than, you know, a couple of matches that were, were good. Now, I'm going to be honest. I thought that both shows were pushes, right? And the reason why I said that was because I'm going to give you on both cases what you said. NXT gave us great match quality with every match that they put on, right? The three-way was a great match. Um, uh, I actually liked seeing um, Mercedes Martinez joining the Robert Stone brand. Uh, just because it just shows character development. And that also means that I don't think Robert Stone is going to get with Mar Mercedes to be a flounderer, right? So I think uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm looking, I'm just looking into that. So I like that. Um, I also like, like I said, Oni and Thatcher part two. I think that's going to end up being like a two out of three falls match because if you paid attention to how Oni lost, I think he had a submission in and he couldn't get up in time to get. Exactly. So I think yeah, I man. like the trilogy of that. And also, you know, to keep it a buck, you know, next. I'm not going to say that NXT beat out AEW. And I'm not going to say AEW beat out NXT. I will say that. Let's be honest. Kenny, Eddie Kingston promo and the beginning of the match was better than the match. I, I, can, I can say that, right? I can. Uh -huh. I can say okay. that. I can say that Eddie Kingston emotion. I like the psychology of the match as well. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Um, where Eddie had to tap out. You know, the, the leg uh -huh. gave yeah. out, the knee gave out. Yeah. I like the psychology of the match. The match was not the best. You know what it, I mean? It, it wasn't the best. I mean, there was a thumbtack spot. It was. I think they were trying to show out that day. They did a tumbler because they jumped off the stage with the young bucks. AEW came to have a good show. They did. I do think I, I got to give them the edge this week, though. And they had a little sprinkle on the top for me mm -hmm. when they brought one of my favorite wrestlers, Ibelise. And I think she had a great match. No, she didn't have a great match. But I just like seeing Ibelise on the screen. So I'm glad that they had Ibelise come come back to AEW. Um, uh, and, 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 then, and then Ricky Starks, you know, joining Taz and... and uh, and and um and uh, Brian what's Cage. Like, and Brian Cage, you know, and Darby Allen coming back, and you know they have this thing with Guillermo and Darby Allen where they kind of have a bond, you know, where, you know we came out to save him, and they came out to save back to uh, save John Moxley last week. John Moxley came out to save him. I think it was a well put together show. I think they moved things along better on AEW yes. show than they did with NXT. I see that. That's and the only that's reason. Why I'm giving the and that's the only reason why I, I disagree with that is that I think AEW finally put together a show that moves together on par with NXT. Because even if uh, NXT okay. was similar, even if NXT was considerably slow, right? The pacing of the show. The timing of the show, the match placement of the show, and the, the the prep for next week, right? We got Dexter Loomis, Finn, and who else is in that match? I don't give a fuck. It's Finn and Dexter Loomis, nigga. Like, he called that nigga. Like, that, that's not, like, you know what I mean? Like, um, I, I, I don't know who, I don't know who the other third person is. I think, I know, I forget, but probably somebody good, uh, but... I'm glad they're doing this. You know, we're going to see a lot of different people link up. They're pushing new stars. Dexter, we got Bronson, we got uh, Cameron Grimes. I, I'm not sure if it's him or not, but we have a lot of members. Um, with the ladder match coming up, if this is anywhere near the ladder match they had at Takeover, can and, be. Uh, can be. It can be. I was. I'm, yeah. I'm not, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. That ladder match is fucking 
Listen, niggas can talk was about. That one, were we there for that one? I was there for. I was there. It was in New Orleans. Was you? Was you there in New Orleans with me? Well, yeah, no, I wasn't there. You were there. No, I wasn't okay, there. Okay, listen, nah, bro. Niggas, niggas talk about Sean and Razor. Niggas want to talk about the three-way, you know, um, Hardy Boys, Hardy. Christian Dudley's drink. Christian. Niggas want to talk about, hell, you could talk about Eddie Guerrero, Rob Van Dam. You could talk about Jeff Hardy, Undertaker. All your great ladder matches you can put up there. You had to be there, nigga. Like, it's just... You don't. It was Ricochet first match, nigga. And people who know who Prince Primo Ricochet is, when he did the fucking springboard, fucking uh, moonsault plancha to nigga, it was like, oh, it's it, nigga, it's it. Adam Cole at the top of the ladder, nigga, nothing, nothing compares, nothing compares, man. It's a classic. It's definitely a classic. You know, the first North American Championship on the line. Uh, and it was it was classic. So if it, they, I probably won't be able to compare to that, but I, I definitely know that I'm, I'm here for an NXT ladder match. Even yep. the tag team ladder match they had last yep. year was dope. Um, with the you know the Street Profits winning it. Uh, but I think they're gonna go with Punishment Martinez, and I hope they go with Punishment Martinez winning that North American Championship. Either him or Finn. I'd rather see Finn go up and face Casey eventually. Uh, but I want to see Punishment get that title. I think honestly, if it's going to be, I mean, I keep calling him punishment. It's Damian Priest. You know. <laughs> if if anything, man, yeah. I think I think it will be a great. I want to see it round out first. Once it's round out, then I'll be able to make the guess. But I I, I really want. I do think it's gonna make whoever it is next. You feel me? Okay. Rather than that it's title, ra- ra- rather than the person making well, the title, huh? No, I said it did for Adam Cole, but then I was like, "Adam Cole, Adam Cole." Right, that's why. But that, like, that's what I was just about. That's what I was just about to say. I think everybody who held the title was somebody, right? Like even and even if Dream, right, in that niche, right? But Adam Cole was big. You know, Johnny was big. You know, Ricochet was big. You know, Keith Lee was big. Like, everybody who had that title was big. I think it's going to be the opposite. Whoever wins it, that title is going to make them now. So if it is Damian Priest, okay. it's going to make him. You know, if it happens to be Dexter Loomis, it's going to make him. Other than Finn. Other than Finn. If there's anybody other than Finn, I think it's going to make them. All right.
your size, put them together, and then they're just beating up on the little dudes. <laughs> My thing uh, is, but, uh, I need to see them beat on somebody other than black people. I, mean, I know, I know, Rico and 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 Seti is a little hard headed compared to the OGs. You know what I mean? But uh-huh. some, I need y'all to beat up on the white people. You know what I mean? Like, oh, shout out to Ms. <laughs> Shout out to Mustafa pulling up too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Mustafa. Bring up, Mustafa. He he's definitely uh, a, a, ple- a pleasure to have on the screen again. That dive into Bobby was dope as fuck. Somebody did a uh, uh, an edit where he's like kind of charged up and hit him over the freaking now saying well, that shit was cool. That wasn't even the um, best thing he did I'm today. I'm still kind of disappointed. I'm disappointed that Mustafa is not using that hacker given, and they kind of just dropped that shit. So that would have been stereotypical. Then. I just really. What? How is that stereotypical? He's a he's an Arab dude and he's a hacker. I think that's super stereotypical. That is not a stereotype, man. Hackers that are <laughs> Arab. Do you watch any 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 American terrorist movie, my nigga? Do any any Law and Order, my nigga? Any Twenty Four, my like Jack Bauer. <laughs> Hey, 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 I would, I would have gave him the gimmick. I don't even care about the stereotype, man. I thought that shit would be dope to, to as a, as a plot point to, to make some threads and some feuds off of. I know that writing wise, I could use that. If you say, hey, this guy's a hacker and he he wrestles, you know, and he and he can, uh, you know, he he has a different like ace in the hole when it comes to his hacking ability to put himself in the position to get a title shot, help somebody else get a title shot, or just cause drama behind the scenes or set up matches because hey, you know he. He hacked somebody's, you know, it's just another gimmick you could put on somebody to then, you know, use as an If any, if anybody, like I would want it to, if anybody, I would want it to be Sammy. It makes it more interesting. If it's Sammy, it's Sammy's cool too, you know, um, it, but they dropped it. I don't think they're even using it anymore. So I just thought, I hate when they start shit like that. They start, you know, some cool shit. Everybody's wondering what's going on. And then he's like, yeah, that, that, that never happened. Um, but it's cool to see Mustafa back anyways. He, you know, obviously reunited with Rico and uh, Cedric, and he got the victory over Bobby, MVP, and, and, and Shelton. So uh, I definitely am excited to see him back. I don't know where they're going to go with him, though. So that wasn't even him, that wasn't even together. Is Apollo coming back soon? That wasn't you know, even that wasn't even right. his best uh, performance of the week. He was on Raw Talk. Yes, yes. Shout out to Mustafa, man. He's a real one. Honestly, and he said he, he, he was a cop. You know, he, he definitely uh, has seen the front lines of um, the law enforcement in this country. And he spoke truth to power this week on Raw Talk. Go back and watch it. The guy spoke on how there is institutional problems with the system that is um, um, American law enforcement. So check that out. Uh, shout out to Mustafa Lee and thank you. We're speaking to power. You didn't have to do that. Obviously, there's a lot of people who uh, would not be brave enough to use their platform to speak, especially coming from somebody who was a cop in the past. You know, I know that there's a thin blue line of trust and whatever. But hey, if you want to speak and, and, and say, you know what, this is what's going on, and this is where I'm going to lie, I'm going to be on this side of the uh, right side of history. Uh, so I got to definitely shout him out and give him, give him props for that. And while we're on Raw talking, while we're just on Raw, right? Shout out to Shayna Baszler. Shayna looked at, you know, she was watching her matches, um, you know, seeing what's going on. She's going to pick her spots. And I know we talked about Shayna before. Uh, I can't wait to see Shayna kind of get back on on track and and perform, right? You know, it's been a while since Shayna had a program. Uh So I can't wait till we actually get that. She was on Raw Talk. And then Seth, Seth, like, right? Like, we're getting back. Like, Raw Talk is getting back to what we liked it to be like, you know what I mean? It was getting angles over. And if, uh-huh. if Vince and Bruce is going to allow people to work their own angles, that's perfect. That's indie booking right there for yeah. me. You know what I mean? Like if, if you can work, if you can work within yeah. the construct of what this is and they're just start working their own angles, I would love that shit. I love that shit. Uh, please bring back smacking talk though, or talking smack because they deserve it too. Like you, these these SmackDown wrestlers, they just took their show. 
put up for Raw because they thought it was hot. Because, you know, after that Miz and Daniel Bryan segment, that, that um, Talk and Smack shit was lit, you know? And they just took it and said, you know what, this is hot. Let's do it for Raw instead. Like, it's like, let's, you know, so let's bring that back for SmackDown because there's a lot of people there who, there who deserve an extra, you know, 10 minutes or 5 minutes to say, hey, this is who I am, who's my character. Exactly. And I think Seth Rollins definitely maximized his time this week. Shayna Baszler maximized her time this week. And Mustafa Ali used his time to promote social justice. I loved it. Yeah, I, I think Raw, collectively, um, I like how it just moved as a show outside of the Randy Big Show shit. I went to sleep. That's not my thing. You know, we talk about what we like. Oh my god, um, it was so bad. I, I, I didn't go back to I didn't go to sleep. I checked it out. It was not you trust me, you 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 made the right choice. Uh even like just the the pacing and big show like waiting to get punted, it was just ridiculous, man. You know, it was fucking ridiculous. So I mean I'm just glad that we finally got it over with. He got punted. Big show, go do your show on Netflix. Randy Orton, hopefully you can come back to Drew McIntyre next week after, you know, uh and another thing, you know, Drew McIntyre, and we're going to get Drew McIntyre and Dolph again. Shout out to Drew McIntyre and that kip up into the freaking Claymore. That shit was fucking fire on um, Extreme Rules. But I definitely am not excited for a uh, Drew McIntyre Dolph Ziggler match in two nope, weeks. Let's, get, in, sure let's get, into get, it, let's get into this. Let's get into this. Let's get into this fucking Drew McIntyre title feud. This something else that got me fired up, right? Beat this. And this goes to my white and black people on Twitter, right? So white people first, because, you know, fuck it. White people first. Y'all want to talk about Kofi Kingston's title reign, right? Oh, he didn't beat nobody. Oh, the feuds with this, the feuds with that. Kofi faced Dolph. He faced Samoa Joe. He faced, you know, uh, Kevin Owens, right? He, he had a... He Randy Orton, right? He he had feud. Yeah. They, they they right. They were good matches, right? Drew McIntyre, since he's won the title, his first defense was the Big Show. His second defense was Bobby Lashley in the one-off, and his third defense, right when he won the belt, did he face Seth Rollins? Right after that, right? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it was, it was Big Show. Was first, it was Big Show. Seth it was Big. I'm sorry. It was Big Show. It was Seth Rollins, and then that's when Seth went into the Monday Night Messiah and and left the main event scene. So and so it was Big Show, Seth Rollins, Bobby in a one off, and now we're gonna get Dolph, right? So if you want to compare title feuds, if you want to compare title reigns, if you want to compare title opponents, right? Let's go ahead and do that. Let's do Kofi. Versus Drew McIntyre. Let's go feud for feud. Let's go match for match. Let's go fucking uh, program for program, right? To see if it makes sense, if it's continuity, if there's a story, if the matches were good. You feel me? Like, let's go ahead and do that. And oh, let's go ahead and compartmentalize them. Let's take Kofi out the way. I am, I don't give a fuck what niggas say. Shout out to Braun. Braun should have had the title before he had it. Now, we talked about this, right? Braun uh-huh. won the title at Mania off of Goldberg. It should have been Roman. So let's just go ahead and get that out the way, right? So Braun wins the title. There's nobody Braun can go with if Roman's not there. So they get the person that can only make Braun Braun, which is Bray. But to get Bray there, Bray had a baby. So Bray had to take some time. So Braun's first feud as champion is Bray Wyatt. I'm sorry that the month before then that they gave him Miz and Morrison. Is that Braun's fault? But I can tell you this. Braun's first feud as champion is better than any first feud as champion that I've seen recently. Bray and Braun. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking about first reign, first title reign, first title I mean, reign, first title reign, first. It makes sense. It has backstory. Has history. It's kind of cheating because he has history with the guy. And obviously, Kofi. That's what makes the so, most yeah. sense. I think that they they waited for Randy Orton. You know, they, they he was like the the last guy he had before Brock. You know, squashed him. Um, but Randy Orton, obviously, if they started with Randy Orton right on back with with Kofi, maybe it would be a little bit different. But Braun, no, no, Braun and Bray right now, it, it, it's slow right now, you know, like, I, you know, I, we talked about it on the, 
Instagram Live last week, what they're doing with Braun and Bray is dope. What they're doing with Drew McIntyre needs work. Absolutely. I think that I think that what's going to take Drew McIntyre getting over the hump is a guy like Randy Orton. You know, and, and, and once, they, once Randy Orton gets, you know, uh, says, you know, I'm done with these killer legends, I'm here to, I'm back in my, in, in my, my zone and I want that you know, um, universal championship. Um, it's gonna be time. It's gonna be it's go time. Yeah, or WWE championship. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah, WWE championship. So, yeah, once he it's gonna be go time for Randy and Drew. I'm curious to see how they plan out this feud, and um, they have to. Uh, they would have to be make some make it sadistic, you know. And now we're gonna get the Fiend and Braun on SmackDown. Um, I'm looking forward to both both main event scenes if they go with that, you know. Um, Bray's just can't miss, you know. So I, I, when it comes to, you know, putting feud for feud, if you throw Bray in there, it's almost like <laughs> unfair. But uh, Braun, yes, Lee, yes, he his reign right now is definitely hugely bolstered by the fact that he's his opponent is Bray Wyatt right now, who's a great um, creative actor and storytelling uh, vessel. You know, so uh, and Drew just fails to have that on wrong. So hopefully he gets that somebody. I think after Randy is going to be Adam Cole. I think Adam Cole is going to present himself, and Drew McIntyre is going to get attacked like he did a la Brooklyn. He's going to beat Randy, and fucking Adam Cole's going to super kick that nigga out of nowhere, nigga, and we're going to have... Like, let's run this shit back. Let's run this back, nigga. <laughs> run that back, Turbo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I, yeah, I, I think... I, think, I, think I, would, I would love to see that. And speaking of Adam Cole, you saw the Pat McAfee show. Uh, he he uh, had an incident... Where pretty much the entire interview, Pat McAfee was like downplaying him, you know, and eventually got to the point where he was like, you know, yeah, you cheated, and you know, you're kind of like, you know, needed guys to help in this feud era, uh, and then he called him small, like you know, like you're a small guy, and you know, I don't call, you know, said fuck you, he, you know, stormed off the set. Um, it was a work for sure, but I like kind of like that, you know, because that makes you have some buzz for Adam Cole right now. Everybody's asking, what's next for Adam Cole? Well, it's definitely not. NXT because they would have had him on the show, and he's not on the show. So uh, maybe they're keeping him on ice until SummerSlam, and I think that might be where we go with Adam Cole next. Um, I really would like to see Adam Cole Dan O'Brien. Uh, to be quite honest, I would see Adam Cole Dan O'Brien like uh, and have him put him put him on SmackDown, but that's just me, you know. Um, I, Adam Cole Drew McIntyre would be awesome uh, as well, you know. So uh, there's a lot of guys on Raw that he could link up with. But it's um, definitely going to be uh, interesting to see where they go. You know, I'm not sure if Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish are going to come up with him. Uh, I know we just saw Roderick Strong. I'm not sure if he's going to be going up with them, too. Um, but I would love to see Undisputed Era on the main roster. And, however, they, they're definitely going to help us show out. Whatever show they go to, they're going to inject their show with some energy and some um, intrigue. I think if you put Roddy, Roddy, Roddy can come on. Roddy is definitely a SmackDown. Adam Cole is Raw, and I think Red Dragon. I think there's they can go either or, but I think SmackDown needs the tags. But if if they're gonna come up together, I think all of them. I think all of them. I, I, I think all of them be on Raw though. I think all of them be on Raw. Okay. All right, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, speaking um, but speaking again on SmackDown, um, I thought that was probably the best put together show from beginning to end of the week. I really it was the, it was the, the best show of the week. Oh man, what I'm liking right now about SmackDown is these guys who we had in the Fatal Four Way have all been in 205 Live, and they're all getting the opportunity to compete and then have a match for for the Intercontinental Championship. Against AJ Styles and Lindsay and Dorado, Grandmaster Leak, Drew Gulak, and Chad Gable. Shout out to Chad Gable. He bought character flashlight for the week. I don't know where he's going with this, uh, but he showed out in that match. He didn't win, but he showed out in that match, and I'm curious to see where they go with Chad Gable. Uh, Grandmaster Leak won the match, and I'm, and I'm definitely going to tune in to see him and AJ Styles link up. That should be awesome. Um, 
they they had you know the the, the Naomi uh, Miz talk. Um, or was it called, was it called the Miss TV. with John Morrison? What they call it now? No, it's Miss P- it's Miss TV. It's still Miss TV. All right then. Yeah, Miss TV. So yeah, so it's um, that was a decent segment. Uh, going forward with Sarah Lacey Evans, I mean, I think that they're heating both of those girls up. Um, but the main event was a pre-produced. Ballroom brawl with Sheamus and Jeff Hardy. Now, there was a lot of things in this that were odd, but overall, producing wise, for the first, for one of the, not well, not the first time, but what for once, the cuts were very well done. I can give it to them. They had some really good cuts in there. They had some really good production production as far as editing that together. Um, I know they probably found some place down down here in Orlando, probably downtown, had a bar, and they just went in there and did their thing. It reminded me of something that would have happened back in the 90s. You know, it reminded me of like the Stone Cold, Booker T, Super uh scene. Um, uh, it wasn't as iconic as that, of course, but it definitely was something that I, I appreciated. So SmackDown from beginning to end, I, I definitely want to give it the, the show of the week. Uh, I don't watch. I think Nikki and Alexa. I think Nikki, Nikki and Alexa had the best match. Nikki, Nikki and Alexa had the best. It was it was great psychology. How the match was set up, um, where we talked about Nikki cracking from losing, right? Like it's setting character development, um, and then having Nikki, mm-hmm. uh, having um, Bailey and Sasha, you know, kind of put the angst in between the the two, and then Alexa and. And Nikki, like, you know what? You, you, Alexa having self reflection and be like, I've done some shit like this before. So, you know, it's cool because yeah. Nikki, you my bitch. You know what I mean? Like, that yeah. was dope to see. And, and that's not even juxtaposition. Just next to Kobe, Kofi and Big E, right? Kofi's going to be out for about six weeks. Um, Xavier's still out. You know, Big E still got to get them checks. So, guess what time it is, baby? I need five, nigga. And I need five. You feel me? So I, it's three ain't enough, man. I need five. So I don't know if we're gonna see Biggie versus AJ Styles in the next couple weeks, or we're gonna see Biggie versus Braun Strowman in the next couple weeks. It's definitely gonna be AJ Styles. That's our, AJ Styles SummerSlam is his. It's just coming out party. So that's our book in black. That's super, our book in black right here. Big and e? that's our book in black. Biggie, AJ Styles, SummerSlam. Give it to me, man. I think it's time for Biggie to actually take the strap, too. I would have him defeat AJ Styles and become Intercontinental Champion once again. He has been Intercontinental Champion in the past. Uh, so, y'all should remember that. Like, he can hold the championship and, and, and just lock it down. Um, he's super talented. So, I can't wait to see, see, see that match. Give him some time to have Biggie do a... You know, make it important. Make it feel like, you know, this is coming out party. And have AJ downplay him. So then, so when he actually has that victory, it's a huge moment for him. Um, and I, yeah, I has to be AJ. So I, I can't wait to see what they do with Biggie. I can't wait to see what they do with Naomi. Honestly, with the with the speaking with the name um, giving Naomi a chance of uh, uh, trending, I do see that they're gonna slowly gear her up. Now they downplayed her this week on on the mic because I think that's to get under the fans' skin. They whatever they get these. Like Daniel Bryan, they 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 stretch out Kobe Kingston, they, they stretch it out. They yeah. stretch that shit out as long as they can't get milk it for as much as they you can. Know why? Because so it's that authentic. When be with that women's championship, it's authentic. It's gonna matter. Huh? What you say? It's authentic. You know, we should make a shirt like Virgil, right? We should put authentic in quotation marks, like that nigga would do for like shoelace, nigga. We should be like, <laughs> authentic and then sign Chitty Bang, nigga. Authenticity. <laughs> authenticity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> authenticity, bro. Uh, but for real, you want it to be a gradual, authentic push for Naomi. So I don't mind the way things are going right now. I do think that they're aware of the fans and what we want to see. Um, and when we get uh, Naomi versus Bailey again, maybe she takes a championship, or maybe she can uh, take it from Goodall and take it from Sasha. I don't know. But I definitely think that you'll be with by the end of the year. Or maybe sometime early next year we'll be winning champion again. So I'm really excited for SmackDown. I do want to know on the main event one more time. 
I'm not fucking with the fucking Nero, Brother Nero shit, man. I don't know if you're trying to say that Jeff Hardy, due to his drug use and alcoholism, he has superpowers now. He can put a hat on his face, all of a sudden he has makeup on, and he can, you know, close his eyes and have contacts and takes all of a sudden the contacts and gets him superpowers and he beats Sheamus. I'm not sure what the fuck that was. Why not? Undertaker, Undertaker, Undertaker did it with a urn. He the Undertaker. This is Jeff fucking Hardy, bro. Like, it just came out of fucking the blue. Out of fucking nowhere, suddenly Jeff Hardy has superpowers to just hook up when he has paint on. And if they weren't going that route, make it make sense. But not, don't just, just put a hat on his face. Sheamus gets a beer, come back, takes the hat off. He has, this is not supernatural. Jeff Hardy has never been a supernatural character. That's just me. But uh, He's I the unique the enigma, man. The redemption with Jeff Hardy. Have them go over. The unique enigma, man. You can't downplay that. Yes, I can. The, Jeff Hardy is only interesting when they almost explo- exploit his drug use. This is not. This is not like his, this. is weird to me. Honestly, am I the only one that's like? No, nigga, you must. You must. He's only- nah, nah, you must not pay attention when World Warrior Hawk came back, nigga, and that was his gimmick. He must. He must. He must have forgot no, about that. I don't, I don't- <laughs> No, I remember all this. This is this is this is what they've done, but they've also done it with Jeff Hardy in the past. Like it's like, do we have to use his drug use to make him interesting? Well, he should stop. Any other way I mean, listen, he, he can he can stop using drugs, my nigga. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, he's jumping off something, or they're saying, hey, you used to be a drug addict and you had a history of drug and alcohol abuse. Okay, That's so all they do I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm gonna I'm keep it a buck, and we're not gonna stay here too long. I'm gonna keep it a buck. What do you know Jeff Hardy other than? <laughs> That's true. Yes, that is true. Uh, bladder matches, I don't know. You can use them. Um, you can tell a story. And he's he's definitely hard. If I was looking for Jeff Hardy, it would be a, it would be a chore. Because I think that outside of putting him in hardcore matches... I wouldn't know. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, so, so, so they're trying to protect his body and not put him in a hardcore match. And it's like, hey, we're just gonna fuck with your mental, okay? Is that okay? I mean, we're going, we're going to test to see how strong you are mentally, and we're not gonna put your body through physical harm. Oh man, anything? Anything else we need to hammer home from the week that 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 we gotta gotta get to? We did. We did business and logic with AEW taking over Italy, you know, off of from, you know what I mean? I think that was France. I don't even know if that was Italy. Uh, we we got we got we got uh, Book and Black of Biggie. That's our big drinks that we like to do business and logic. Book and Black. If y'all ever been here, um, that's what we're gonna do every week. Um, outside of that, what any anything else you need to tackle? Um, no, I actually. I just, uh, just, I think it was a good week, and I, I'm looking forward to seeing um, what they pull, pull out of the, uh, this summer. It's going to be a great summer for AEW to see if they can compete. This summer is going to be a great summer to see if Impact can garner interest. You know, this summer's going to be interesting. You know, and, and we're already in the thick of it. By the end, we're, we're pulling up to the end of the summer. SummerSlam, All Out's coming. Um, uh, definitely stay tuned into Rizmo Wrestling. We got a lot coming as well. But I'm, I'm really, especially with COVID and everything going on, I just want to shout out all the companies making this shit happen and, and, and putting on these shows. Uh, I know we've talked about the other bodies, but they're actually putting, they're, they're, they're doing good shows. Uh, taking that out of it, uh, they are putting on some pretty good shit. So hopefully, you know, we get to see a uh, great theme versus great Braun Strowman match. Can see um, whatever they're doing with AEW and All Out, Big E. We're getting a lot of shit that we've talked about, and I can't hate on the product and then not give it credit when the credit is due. So thank you, WWE, for what you're doing with giving some people some shine that we've been talking about for years with Chad Gable, uh, you know, Grandmaster Lee. Thank you for putting uh, MVP in a prominent spot right on your show. Thank you for uh, pushing um, Big E and Keith Lee and, and, and these things that we've talked about on this podcast because we talked about this from the beginning of our podcast today when we, we, we brought up. A lot of stuff we asked for, we're getting. So although we're not getting the credit for it, um, I do believe that 
I'm happy to see it. You know, I do know that I'm happy to see it. Yo, what this episode is we doing it reasonable marks or are we I want my credit episode one oh eight. Where which which one we going with? Um fuck it, I want my credit. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Lee was double champion for two weeks and that's because of me signing on a dotted line Jimmy Bang book that. <laughs> Nigga, MVP is only back because we asked them to be in control of black talent. Nigga. Yes. Yeah, uh, so, uh, so, so, so underground wrestling podcast, bitch. Yeah, we, we here. We here. Episode one hundred eight. I want my credit. Thank you guys for listening, man. Y'all take it easy. <laughs> Alright, peace. What's up? What's up? Hey, Dad. Mm-hmm. How you doing? All right.